Dunham, when you choose this life, anyone who gets too close, eventually they get hurt. Or worse. So let him go. He'll be safer that way. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I talk about the TV show Supernatural. We're on season 13 in the middle. We should start working on our season 14 song, Chris. We haven't we done need that to, yet. Yeah, we're going to get moving. <laughs> it takes weeks to do that. I don't know if you yeah. know that or not. It takes weeks. I think I wrote one months. lyric, right? You wrote, you wrote a verse. Uh, that's a, okay, yeah. So you wrote you wrote one verse, but it's a long song. I think the song that we picked out. It's a out. long song. We might, we might just shorten that up again. Do we really need a six minute? Intro. We need. We just need an intro length one. Yeah, I got a message today because I put all of uh, Winchester Payne. I put the whole thing. Usually, I like put a little sample of it in the intro for the podcast, but I put the whole like five minutes. And somebody messaged me and was like, "Wow, you just put the whole thing in there, huh?" And I'm like, "Look, <laughs> you just went ahead and did that, huh?" First off, I edit the podcast. You don't have to tell. You don't, yeah. I don't have to tell you shit. Anyway, <laughs> Chris, how are you today? I'm doing all right, Jeremy. I'm standing up. Anything could happen. How standing, are you? Standing Chris energy. I wonder if it's going to make the this podcast sound or be different. So far, it hasn't been good. I think that there's just not a lot of circulation in my um uh my poorly exercised body. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm a little lightheaded. Okay, <laughs> that's not good. Well, if you need to sit down, we'll just we'll take a break. Um, while Chris is trying to figure out where where his blood is going, uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week. Patrons get exclusive content, access to our Discord, which is having like a weekly or an every other week like hangout sesh. We're doing interview with the vampire this weekend. That's wild. If you're listening to this on any feed, like you've already missed it because it was the previous weekend, unfortunately. But like we're going to all get together (laughs) and watch interview with the vampire this weekend. That's crazy. Yeah. Cool. Chris, what's been happening in season 13? Let me know. Oh, bro. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need my notes le- for this. Le- Wait, le- I got them. I got notes. Hey, no, it's fine. I got, I got the notes up. Lean down and get your notes. I got them. I'm standing up, so it's just hard to see them. They're so far away. Uh, last time on a little show called Supernatural, the girls were back in town. 
Jody, Donna, Claire, Alex, Patience, and Kaya, I think that's all of them, work together to rescue Sam and Dean from the Green Realm, though not without the sacrifice of Kaya and the arrival of Darth Kaya. Meanwhile, Jack and Mary are still in Apocalypse World, Castiel and Lucifer are still being held captive by Asmodeus in Hell, and Sam and Dean still have their work cut out for them. Okay, that's all right. That's it. That was that's it. Pretty pretty straightforward. What's our there. meta plot right now? Save Mary? Is that it? Uh, yeah. With Jack. Okay. Jack's chilling, dude. Jack's straight chilling, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, I, I miss, dude. I I gotta say it. Where is Cass? Where <laughs> Where is Castiel? He's not in any of these episodes. It's been too long. It's been It's been multiple episodes. I think our meta plot is we have to save Castiel and Lucifer from um British douchebag guy keller what's his name kesha uh kel yeah it's kesha kesha uh kesha. <laughs> we, yes, just save, kesha. we have to save castiel for british kesha. Fetch, what's his name <laughs> uh and asmodeus i think that's what's happening oh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. oh it's fiesta his name's fiesta fiesta yes um we're covering season 13 episode 11 breakdown written by davy perez directed by uh, Ammon Ketarali. Amin Kadrali. This aired on January 25th, 2018. Almost exactly three years ago, Chris. Damn. Time to return the favor. Donna calls Sam and Dean for help after her niece, Wendy, goes missing. The three hunters discover Wendy was kidnapped by a man who sells human parts to monsters in a grotesque online auction and race to save her before it is too late. They really just laid out the fucking... It's a while before you know what they're doing (laughs) in this episode. Yeah. Um, Um... Donna, dude, I, I'm so happy we get a Donna episode. Okay. I think this. I think Donna. this. I think this episode is cool. This is a cool episode. It's incredibly dark. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But I feel like Donna gets done kind of dirty because they're setting her up to have like an origin story for Wayward Sisters, clear, yeah. like her mm-hmm. role clearly on Wayward Sisters. That doesn't happen. So Donna just has to suffer, and she doesn't even get her own TV show. Yeah. The 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 bummer about this is it's like like she's obviously like. The, the end, her boyfriend breaks up with her because um, he's a normal human being. I mean, Doug, like, dude, I was, I stand Doug, dude. Dude, I and think this Doug. Is what happens? <laughs> I like Doug a lot, but I, I think he Doug made so the normal much. person decision in this entire thing. He's the only person that's ever like had a Hunter origin story that's been like, I'm out. I don't want to know any more about this. Don't <laughs> tell good. me anything. I am good. I love it I've so much. I've been stressed out all weekend, Donna. I'm good. This is fucking crazy. I was a vampire for 20 minutes and I don't, I, I'm out of here. Um, uh, but yeah, I think this was obviously a move to set her to cut her ties so she could just easily move to Sioux Falls, right? Um, yeah. and then Bummer. that and obviously Doug could have Doug could have gone with her. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, there, but there's not two 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 deputy spots open in the Sioux Falls Police Force. So who's guest? You know, what I'd I'm be, Doug could be like a stay at home dad. Doug could just be conspicuously never in the show. They they always re- like all Doug reference every episode, but he actually is never on camera. That's fine. They I would have been happy. They could have just also not bothered to worry about it, and I would have forgotten that Doug existed. <laughs> they, like, if they never brought up Doug again, I would I never would have thought about never would have thought about Doug again until until we rewatched it for a commentary episode or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the show runs us through uh, that Dean was a vampire once and got better and that Donna super loves the boys and she has a boyfriend named Doug. And then we go mm-hmm. to um, a a bad situation where somebody is cutting up a body in like a very obvious serial killer den while like old 50s radio tunes play. Um, no thanks. No thank you. Then it's on to Oshkosh, Nebraska, 
at a truck stop where a young woman drives up, tries to get money from the ATM, or tries to put her card in the machine to get gas, excuse me. Card mm-hmm. machine does not work, has to go inside. Inside, extremely weird vibes at the truck stop. It, dude, the vibes are like <laughs> off the charts weird. They're dude, like Chris Standing vibes, like something's not right. I am, like, if you're listening to this podcast and going, something is not right with it, it's because A, Chris is standing, and B, we have to deal with a guy just reciting palms. Yep, a, don't a, like that. A woman truck driver who is just there. Like her haircut was too cool for her to not show up again later in the episode. She did show up again in later in the episode. What are you talking about? I know, I know. That's why I was like, if she doesn't show up, that's a wasted haircut. <laughs> Somebody did a lot of work on that. And <laughs> um, there's also the extremely creepy ca- uh, counter guy. Um, and this guy mul- stinks. At at some point in my notes, I wrote. Um, if I were Dean, I'd just execute this dude at this point. And then I went, no, that's too fucked up. Yeah. But it, you had the right instinct. Uh, I did. I guess I did. And then there's also just a bunch of truck drivers in here. Um, so he starts, the cashier dude uh, kind of fucks with her a little bit. Uh, she's like, I just need to get some gas. He's like, oh, you'd, you'd be so pretty if you smiled more, honey. Um, it, like, it's with that kind of bullshit. Like, he hands her the receipt and holds it when she tries to grab it, that kind of stuff. Um as she finally gets the gas in her car, a, a random other dude comes up and is like, hey, do you want me to wash your windows? And she's like, no, I just want to get out of here. Just, Red hair and Clue Master's dude, new. Red bad hair. vibes everywhere, dog. I cannot handle this. Yeah. Can't. It's just, a, it's just a whole lot to deal with. And by it's the time lot. she finally drives away, and we think we can breathe a sigh of relief. No. She's just got, she's got a ninja star in her fucking tire. I, so she... she Later they 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 say what the ninja star is and I don't I don't remember right I don't think I wrote it down but like it's, it's like a it's a traditional ninja star tire breaker I think the FBI it's, guy says it's this whole fucking thing dude it's a whole it's a lot it's a lot to deal with so she gets a flat tire just down the road and she stops to flag a truck that just kind of ignores her um and the camera follows the truck driving away and as soon as she turns around we see uh who I presume is the the same masked person we saw from the beginning comes up and attacks her and drags her away. But she would be wrong because that is not the same person. Um, oh, yeah. Um, now it's time for our main episode. Extremely dark, though, right? It's not just like a guy getting eaten by a werewolf and having his heart ripped out. Like This is just, again, Supernatural brushing up against something that's super real and super scary. Um, they don't, I guess, mishandle it like or anything in this. It just, just makes the episode really dark. It makes it really dark. They um they do spend a lot of time with her struggling in this fight. Um, like yeah. I, I feel like that I feel like it's a conscious choice sometimes. And look, like this is a classic horror movie thing. I'm not I'm kind of like supernatural at this altar or anything. But when Sam gets knocked out, Sam gets knocked out. <laughs> like this girl, it goes on for like 45 seconds with her like struggling and getting dragged well, by the hair. And, she's probably never taken uh, brain damage before, and she sure. also has the the will and the drive to live. Uh, Sam Winchester does not have the will or drive to live, and he does have a lot of brain damage, so he goes out like a light. <laughs> Sam Winchester is like one of those like miniature uh, goats or something, whatever, where you could just scare it and it just immediately falls down and goes to sleep. Yes. Like, <laughs> Sam Winchester is like what Jack and, and Castiel do to people when they tap their foreheads. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, he's just got that. Sam Winchester, like he reacts to fists the way that people, other people react to angel magic. <laughs> he just immediately goes to sleep for like, oh, hours. <laughs> and you can do anything to his body. You can tie him up his, his, any way like, that you we, want to. These pictures of, of Jared from, from like Men's Health or whatever have been coming out. So just like this, 
absolutely shredded huge dude mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. crumpling just crumpling like a sack of potatoes god it made me like imagine me punching jared and him just like falling to the ground and i'd be like uh i was gonna say you wouldn't be able to reach but you're also jared i'm, type, I'm so. six foot two like I, I i could probably get up there i think like you i would could, be yeah you might be able to scratch his chin i'd be i'd be a little worried about his reach to be honest with you but i feel like i could For get sure. inside that moving real pretty quick you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. i've yeah, been yeah, i've, yeah, I've yeah. been practicing beating up jared <laughs> padalecki on the weekends so i've been practicing for our first supernatural convention huge corona vibes up in this house right now just huge corona vibes um we go to our main part of the episode 6 a.m sam winchester still in bed 8 22 8 a.m 8 22 a.m sam winchester is still in bed what's going on chris this is weird hey sammy what's up dude i was like why are they just why i don't the character turned for sam here to just become full mope i was like what are we doing this is season two (laughs) what's wrong dude uh dean knocks on the door says he's making pancakes but nope uh he's sam is ignoring it 10 a.m sam is still in bed this is big depression vibes right here my man uh sam is not doing good but when donna calls he answers the phone and goes into the kitchen where Dean has very nicely saved him a little short stack of pancakes, which is very, yeah. very sweet. It's very cute. It's very cute. But he doesn't, he, dude, he doesn't have time for pancakes. Nope. The pancakes, I mean, well, I was going to say they never come up again. Dean does actually mention it again. But those pancakes go uneaten, and that bothers me. Does it really? Do you have like, a, fo- do you have like a food waste thing? Did Sam you- eat anything that morning? I think I do kind of have a food waste thing. I always feel like bad if I throw something out if I didn't finish it. I don't need to feel bad. It's just life. But I do feel bad. But Sam... I just feel like he's hungry all morning. He's clearly already cranky. Yep. <laughs> you know? I saw on the internet the other day that if you're feeling, I may get this wrong, so this may be vice versa, but uh, if, you, if you're feeling, if you feel like you hate everybody, it's because you haven't eaten. And if you feel like everybody hates you, it's because you haven't slept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I definitely know that first one real, real well, where it's like oh, three yeah. o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like, this fucking sucks. I hate that. Oh, yeah. Let me have a Snickers and just feel normal yeah. again. Let me, let me just let me, kick, let me cop a snack. Real yeah. Quick let me have I'll one carb myself out. I just yeah. need one carb to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Sam, excuse me. Donna's on the phone. Sam puts her on speaker. Her niece is missing. She's very crying, crying and upset. I know this isn't normally your thing. Dean is all in immediately. No, no problem. Yeah, I, I think that's the the big takeaway here is that she doesn't even suggest that it's a monster. She's just like, we don't know what to do. I just need all the help we can get. Yeah. Um, Sam looks reticent to go, which is going to be a theme. We'll we'll deal with it in a minute. But I thought this was really strange for Sam to like in this spe- specifically the situation where Donna has literally rescued them from an alternate universe yeah. in the last episode that he would feel any sort of reticence whatsoever to go. I'm not saying girl. that his, his thing in this episode doesn't completely make sense. Like, of course, depression doesn't just choose, you know, you don't get to choose when you, when you're affected by it or whatever. But I kept just thinking like, this is just, this is out of character for season 13, Sam. And I get reaching a breaking point where he has been, tried so hard to stay motivated to to get Jack moving, to save Mary, to do all these things. He's kept Dean afloat for a lot of this. And of course, at a certain point, that bubble can burst and it all can come crashing down. You just can't do it anymore. But the way that they handle it here, I was just like, ah, I don't know. I just feel like this isn't him right now. Yeah, it's it's weird because, um, it, it, like you said, it could pop up at any point. But Sam has kind of been the stable one throughout this season so far. Mm-hmm. So to throw this in the mix without any kind of buildup, I thought was weird. But also, like, who kn- who knows? Like, this could have been supposed to have been released two episodes after this or something, right? Like, maybe this was right, just right, a right. weird, maybe this was a victim of scheduling or weird writing or, or what have you. But um, I don't think it's necessarily 
uh, as as I heard someone say on the Great Pottery Competition show, unearned. <laughs> unearned. Unearned. Yeah, it's not. It's not totally unearned. It's, it's just, not unearned, um, but it's. Uh, but it feels. I think it feels I would out have liked to see it come 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 on him. Yeah. As as they work, uh, as he tries to go through the motions and and you know maybe isn't able to muster it. But we start the episode with him like moping in bed. So I'm like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we, we've and never of course seen that communicates a lot to us. Of course it does. But come on, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So Sam and Dean roll up. Uh, Donna is obviously upset. She's kind of out of it. She's completely blaming herself because uh, Wendy is taking a gap year just like Donna did, and she's the cool aunt, so she wanted to be just like Donna. Um, Dean decides to go inside while Sam kind of hangs out with Donna. Dean is uh, checking in with Doug um, when this guy kind of comes out of nowhere and starts like yelling at, at Dean about who are you? Why are you in my crime scene? All this stuff. Um, I do want to take this moment to mention as Dean is like walking inside to like look at the car or whatever, uh, right before this, like there's this weird, like creepy horn music that is huh. relatively unique to supernatural. I think like and it's throughout the episode and I just really appreciated some of the weird, like, I don't know, just as like, it's definitely like horror music basically, but it's not yeah, something we've I heard. Think, on... I think I can, I can recall what you're talking about. Yeah. There is definitely a different sound than we're used to in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but this dude is a is another FBI agent. I do not know his name. In my notes, I put agent <laughs> the entire um, time. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I, okay. I, I might I might have written it down, but I'm not sure. I mean, I can look. Um, I mean, I can look. I can just scroll up and see that it is. Oh Jesus! I don't actually know who it is. Is it Terrence or Don or Window Washer or Louis? Wind- oh, it's Window Washer. It's window- Agent Window Washer. Agent Window Washer. Um, yeah. So yeah. Agent Window Washer walks up and starts jacking Dean up, like, what are you doing at my crime scene, blah, blah, blah. Dean says, oh, I'm FBI. Let's work together. This guy keeps pushing back. I do it. I got completely fooled. I was so into this guy's, like, aggressiveness. And then I, I thought it was all just a ploy to show something, some side of Dean here. Um, I got fooled. I got, I got fooled, Jeremy. Wow. Because I really like this scene with Dean where he's kind of trying to, like, smooth talk his way through it. And then he goes, you know what? Fuck it. My boss didn't send me here. Of course, that's a lie anyway, but um, uh, I wasn't sent here by anybody. Um, this is family, and I, and I got to help out. Yeah, uh, this is my cousin. Um, and yeah. the guy's like, oh, well, you should have said that. And then just walks off. And now me, he's left with Doug, who is like, oh, so you and Donna are related. And he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, so you were at the family reunion last week in Sioux Falls. I was like, oh, yeah, it was really crazy. Uh, so Doug obviously has like some suspicions of Donna's, you know, hidden hunter life but we he doesn't really know what to do with it um this federal guy basically briefs everybody in the room uh that this is a case that is bigger than just donna's niece and it's a whole series of victims from a serial killer that he's calling the butterfly uh they've never found a single body and he's been chasing the guy for 12 years Chris, they've never found a single body. How do they uh, know he's a fucking serial killer? Bro? How do they know he's a serial killer? And like w- it, 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 the other dumb thing about this, and I don't really care that much because whatever supernatural plot lines, right? Like we're just here to make give Donna a story. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like this dude is the guy that's doing the, the doing the dirt, right? Which I kind of figured out immediately, but mm-hmm. which is not like some grand deduction. It's not a clue master moment for me. But also, like, if you're if you're going to be the guy, like, why are you investigating yourself? Like, yeah, you could just you don't have a dead body. You could just tell people we don't have any dead bodies. So we, we don't investigate non murders. Like, I don't. Yep. You know, I, and I know later on, he's like, oh, I recognize Dean Winchester. Of course. Like, I knew there were there were hunters, blah, blah, blah. But again, 
They just he didn't need to go about it the way that he went about it. He could have just not told them about the butterfly. Uh-huh. And I don't know that they would have gotten very far. Like Sam and, and Dean are pretty good at this stuff. Don't get unless me wrong. Unless this is just one of those weird ego things that they always have. Sure. Zero yeah, you gotta do. insert yourself um, into into the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um at this point, the guy, the FBI agent, is like, So, do you guys want to tackle this with me? And Sam looks over at Dean and gives him the nah, nah, I don't want to do this look. And mm-hmm. Dean's like, Absolutely, we're in. And Even though two seasons ago, Sam was apparently obsessed with true crime podcasts, but now he's not interested anymore. Dude, Sam would be all over the butterfly right now. He'd be listening I guess to. That's, that's our big, that's our big, that's how we know Sam's. Yeah, we know Sam's not going. He doesn't eat pancakes. He's not he into true pancakes. crime. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sleeping late. This is how you know yeah. Sam Winchester's in a bad and he's way. He's being really mean to Doug. <laughs> he's being super mean to Doug. He's calling him short stack, <laughs> like the pancakes <laughs> that he didn't eat. <laughs> Doug's like, I, I know I get my hair cut, but uh, it like super cuts, but I don't think it's that bad. He doesn't have to comment on it. <laughs> Not everybody can have model hair, you know, Donna? Jeez. Tell your cousin Jeez. to chill. <laughs> He's mean. So mean. Um, later, Dean digs up an old like CB radio uh, and is going to like talk to people, does the whole, you know, Niner Niner, all that bullshit. Um, and Sam is very grumpy about all of this. And this is where we finally get a little bit of. Um, uh, conflict between the two of them about Sam's yeah. attitude. I was gonna say it's a heart to heart, but it does feel more like conflict. Um, Dean says, "I don't. I feel like Dean's going through the motions here. Doesn't really want to deal with Sam's shit, but he is like, hey, when I was all broken up, Sam, you were there for me, and you know, now I'm here for you. And and what I learned through all that was that the only way out is through. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> Dean's not get very good at this. Like, if it's not him talking to Claire or Cass, like he just he's just not very good at this. And God forbid, I, I just mean, I, I don't even think Sam and Dean like each other at this point. <laughs> it's been a rough. Like, they just like tolerate each it's other. It's been a like, rough like year. Each other. It's been a rough year, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I used to tell you yeah. about my sister, um, my oldest sister, like that I love her to death, but I don't like her very much. Like I do anything for her, I'm there all the time, but I like I just don't want to hang out with her because she's such a mess. But she's gotten a lot better. But I feel like that's definitely where <laughs> Sam and Dean are right now. It's just like they love each uh-huh. other. They would go to the ends of the earth to resurrect their bodies and to get their soul and to reunite their boyfriends. But they really just don't like Sam is so sick of the short stack. He's like, I don't I don't care about pancakes. I don't want to eat carbs today. Okay. I'm having a, yeah. I'm all low carb diet. Anyway, true. I've been ranting for a long time. I don't know where we are. Good talk. I don't even know where we're Chris, Sandy, Chris, get, get into it. All right. So while they're kind of talking about this, Dean gets a call on his ham radio. And it's a trucker who thinks she might have some info, thinks that, hey, I was at this diner. I saw this girl. Come meet me at this place and we'll talk about it. Yep. Um, we get some screens of Wendy who is strapped in the chair in the room. Um, wait, we saw at the very beginning of the episode. He's, this this guy in a mask starts miming at her uh, to to like scream and yell, and then sets up a camera to to film her to record her. Um, we go to the next day where Sam shows up late to a meeting with Donna and the FBI guy. It sounds oh, weird. Sammy sleeping uh, in again, huh? FBI guy gives the um, gives them a, a, a file of suspects from that he's pulled together for the last twelve years. But there's one guy that he really likes, uh, and it's the pastor from the diner that was reciting all the palms. Not palms, psalms. You can't psalms. recite a palm. To be fair, that guy's pretty, you know, pretty f- effing weird. Pretty weird. I got big. Uh, you still haven't seen Mandy, right? No. Yeah. He, this 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 guy, the the pastor guy, reminds me a lot of the lead antagonist in Mandy. Weird guy, I bet. 
super weird guy. He likes to, you know, <laughs> drug people and make them believe that, you know, he's God or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's weird. Um, So we, we we get that. Just to let us know, uh, while Sam's fucking sleeping in, this girl's being tortured. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, Donna and Sam, they meet up with the Fed. Yeah, we already talked about that. Uh, he, uh, what's his name? Agent uh, Window Washer. He hands over all of his research. Mm-hmm. Um. We are, yeah, we were talking about this. Why, why, why does this keep happening to us? Why are we so bad at keeping our own? You're standing, dude. You're standing. It's this was you've got it all fucked up. Fuck. No, I, I can't even blame it on that. I'm slipping. Um, Dean meets up with the with the chick with the cool hair. Um, she tells Dean That's that right. she saw Wendy once at the diner and again on the road, but decided not to break, not decided not to to stop and help her. She feels bad about that now. Meanwhile, Sam and the Fed uh, are interrogating this pastor and showing him pictures of the victims. And the pastor is basically just lawyering up, right? Um, he's just, I, I want my lawyer. Uh, and this is where Donna, as the federal agent, starts getting like a little aggressive towards the the guy. Donna comes in and is like, let me take take over for this. Um, I, I, there's some cool shots in here. Like I sent you a screenshot of mm-hmm. like some some weird stuff that they were doing, reflections through the window and things like that. I just like to call this stuff out in season 13 because they really seem to be like exercising those cinematography muscles on us. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, this guy's super creepy that you already you already discussed. He gives you uh, Mandy vibes or or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he but yeah, Donna just goes she goes full fuck you on him. I love this dude. Donna is is good at her job. I like I love when they show these people being good at their job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, is she violating his rights? A hundred percent. Sure, but he's probably a vampire or something, right? Like it's fine. Who cares? It's not real. It's make believe. Happens. Um, what happens in this episode? Is Dean? Did Dean talk to Doug yet? Do we talk yes, about this? Yes, that's, that's where we're at. Okay, Dean and Doug talk. Doug's dude, Doug's sweating the small stuff. He's because <laughs> he, because Donna went to this family reunion. He's like, that sounds sketch. I don't know if he thinks she's stepping out on him or what, but he's like, you know, I love her and I want to be there for her, but I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, and, and Dean, he doesn't tell him obviously, but he's like, hey, Doug, you're a good dude. You're going to continue being there. Trust Donna. It's all going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, we go back over to Donna interviewing the pastor. Showing a level of compassion to Doug that he just he's run out of for Sam. I, I don't actually think so because Dean's, uh, Dean basically <laughs> just says like, you just got to trust her. And like, this is classic. Like if you had a friend and you were really good friends with that friend and then they had a partner and the partner was coming to you advice on your friend, you totally back the friend up no matter what, right? Like, for sure, for sure. You would just be like, yeah, yeah, whatever Chris says is good. Right. Like, or, <laughs> that's what I would say. Like, if Jess came to me, yeah. I'd be like, trust Chris. Like, I don't know. Like, he's yeah. always been a silent dude to me. And then I would come to you and be like, yo, Chris, what's up, man? What you doing? Yo, <laughs> what's yo, going on? You fucking playing, dude? You fucking playing, Jess? That doesn't seem right, dude. Like, but I wouldn't do that to Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put that worry in her. Like, I don't, she doesn't need me adding on to the stress. Um, yeah. No, no. So yeah. All right. So uh Donna, window washer, the the yeah. real guy, mm-hmm. long hair Donna continues to interrogate the minister. She's busting this guy's balls. Let's just let's just lay it out. She's ball busted. Basically right? threatening him with jail. Like yeah, sure, you can call a lawyer. Uh you don't have a lawyer, so we'll have to get you a public one, uh, a public defense attorney. And that might take all weekend, so you're just gonna be in jail, or you could just like answer my questions. And mm-hmm. and he does. And she starts like he actually starts answering um her questions about, you know, because apparently he has a past of flashing people and having sex out of marriage and all this other stuff. And, He's a freak. This guy's a freak. Um, he says it, he she says racist stuff. He says misogynistic yep. stuff. But then they show him the evidence. I don't even know if it's in the scene. They show him the evidence that they collected, and suddenly he's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" And that like breaks him. He starts to be really actually worn down now, and is like, "That hold on, I've done some 
yo, I'm a freak. Let me just say, I'm a freak. I'm a <laughs> but I ain't do that. All I'm, right? a, I'm a freak, but I don't hurt nobody. And Donna, Donna has the best line of the show, uh, when she starts yelling at him, don't you lie to me, don't you lie to me, and don't you lie to God. <laughs> Damn, Donna. Fucking Donna getting it after it. Uh, God's not watching. He's not. And this is this is where the pastor breaks down and starts crying. And both like Sam and Donna, who come back in to talk to the agent, like believe him, right? Um, and it's like, no, I don't think he actually did this. Uh, meanwhile, Dean has paid the actual window washer, not the agent window washer guy, for information and said that the cashier was creeping on poor Wendy. Dean comes in and starts immediately busting the dude's head as Doug is like, oh, I don't think we do this. It's like, this is how we do it in the FBI. Um, and yeah, normally I'm like, hey, Dean, maybe let's let's pump the brakes. But this time I, I was uh, fuck this guy, dude. Yeah, I was cheering him on. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. it's just the particular like a uh, brand of slime ball that I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, just knock his fucking teeth out, dude. Just do it. Just God, do Super, it Supernatural is so good with this. Do you remember? Uh, I think it was the Claire episode where there was that dude in the bar um, that Dean like threatened to beat up with the one with all the tattoos up his neck and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there was, um, there was another slime ball guy that Dean was beating up to that I really enjoyed. Like I you keep giving me that. I like Dean beating up slime balls. Um, I love Dean beating up a good slime ball. Uh, the cashier breaks down and is like, Hey, let me show you this website where you can bid on body parts to get cut off live on stream. It's called Twitch. Nope. I'm nope, sorry. Hold on. I'm yeah, getting a phone sorry. call from my Amazon account. I, got, I cannot say that on a podcast hold on, anymore. Hold on. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and he just continues to be like a vicious freak throughout all of this. Like he's not like sorry in any way, shape or form. He doesn't, he's enjoying this shit. Is this a movie? This plot? Is this a, uh feels like it doesn't it feel like you i feel like i've seen this before like i feel like i the specifically the the live streaming and the, and the auction stuff like i feel like i've definitely seen something about this at some point definitely definitely yeah. i don't know what but it's also this is is this what they talk about the dark web or the, that when sam shows up later it's when sam shows sam up later talking about the dark web wait, i was like dude. shut the fuck up dude, samuel I, winchester yeah. so fucking good um so now they know that these people are being picked up and sold for parts essentially um dean calls sam and donna over and this is where sam shows up and it's like i can't hack it it's a tour encrypted server real dark yeah. web stuff Dude, uh shut t- up. <laughs> very sam, funny you shit don't even know what that means. You, you just read tour in a magazine called linux monthly yeah. you nerd you nerd linux monthly sam really god charlie's death i know hits you hard but this is ridiculous this is too much this is why Cass doesn't even want to hang out with you anymore where's Cass, sam nerd. it's your fault you're sleeping past your 10 <laughs> read you linux know, monthly been out of bed he'd still be here jeez Sam's like what what does it have to do with anything um so they can't figure out where this is coming from um they during the, this entire process. So wait, no, they're like, oh, you know who can hack an encrypted Tor server? The FBI. Yeah, yeah. So they have to call that dude and like get who's, a who? Who is he? Cracks that shit, but he's not FBI. He's a vampire. He's, Although I guess he doesn't have to crack it because but he's, he, he already knows. Is he a vampire? Fuck, I don't know. Is he just a serial killer? I think he's just a serial killer because he. Never I thought he was a. Mo- I thought they were all monsters, or just maybe he's just a serial. Oh, the fuck, kid. I don't even the kid know, is dude. a monster. I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter because they all go down, right? Wait, wait. Uh, I mean, he's. I think we can agree he's a monster. <laughs> no, the, like, I'm on the Wikipedia page now. He is not. He's not a vampire. This is just a dude that rolls with vampires. He's just a dude. He's just a. He's a hacker, dude. This is insane. Like the kid, the 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 guy, yeah. the cashier guy is definitely a vampire. Yeah, yeah he's he's yeah. he's a shitbag. But the, the the FBI FBI agent window washer is not. That's fucking okay. wild. Um, all right. 
during this whole process, it comes out that there's Clue monsters. Masters. It comes out that there's monsters, and Donna yeah. has to tell Doug, and is like, "We're just going to talk about it later." Um, yeah, um, he he describes this like live stream services like takeout for for monsters rather than them going out and killing people they like bid on this website and they get different body parts and shit and, and eat them it, it's incredibly disturbing it's extremely disturbing i don't do not like it um they the idea of monsters just like out in the woods in like back alleys just hunting and killing people that makes more sense to me that or that's less creepy to me than this whole setup this yeah, is just fucked up this is way worse yeah um so as Donna is attempting to explain like monsters and hunters to Doug, they get interrupted by Dean because the FBI agent came through with a lead. So yeah. they all decide to go into the building um, that this is all going down in. For some reason, they bring the kid, which I didn't understand until like he turns yeah. out to be a vampire, which makes more sense. Um, the FBI agent shows up and Sam's like, what are you doing here? He's like, he called me. Like, I got an address for you. Like, I've been working this case for 12 years. Of course, I'm going to show up. Are you on your yeah. game, Sam Winchester? You feel like, like, have yeah. you have you had anything to eat? Did you eat breakfast? Because you seem like you're real low right now. And Sam does one of those Sam faces where his eyebrows go up really high. <laughs> uh-huh. um, we get more, like, old-timey music while this butcher guy is sharpening knives and Wendy is begging for her life. Real dramatic stuff. Uh, Dean and Donna chase the radio sound down, but it's actually just a radio in an empty room. Ha ha, psych, tricked you. Uh-oh. This, uh, we got three psychs in a row. We got, got that psych. Psychs. We got the the gross weirdo from the diner. He turns out to be a vampire and attacks Doug. That's a psych. Psych! And then the, the next psych coming up real quick is that the FBI guy is actually... Um, I thought he was a monster. I, I think I just assumed they were all vampires. That's sure, so I me too. My nose. Yeah. But he's a baddie. He's, he's a baddie. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets he gets knocked the fuck out by uh, Agent Window Washer. Uh, Doug, oh, Sam. Doug is a vampire now because instead Even of Doug put up more, more of a fight. Really did. Uh, instead of killing the dude, Doug, or excuse me, instead of killing Doug, the kid like turns him into a vampire. Um, and real sicko, this guy. Don and Dean show up and is like, "Oh my god!" And Dean hits him with the DMB. Um, Dead Man's Blood, for those people that have, don't have yes, enough time. Yes, excellent. Even I was like, whoa. What? <laughs> Not Dark Moon Blade from the hit video game Dark Souls 1. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but and, Dead Man's and Blood. And they're like, Dean starts to say like, hey, we can we can cure him as long as we have the blood of the vampire who killed him. And then he's like, oh, you mean me? Steps out, hit him with the Dead Man's Blood. And then Donna just fucking takes over, dude. I love like, this. I she, love this. She, does she blow this dude's knee out or something? Just fucking like, wrecks his knee with a shotgun. Man. She, she just like fucks his ass up. In the, middle, then, in the middle of Dean and the kid doing their little verbal sparring thing where he's like, well, we're going to do the bad. They're all talking to angry at each other. And then out of nowhere, yeah. bam. And the kid dude. just drops. Whoo. Whoo. I don't feels mean. Feels fucking good. I, I, Violence should get me all hot and bothered, but damn, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you know some people want women to step on them? Chris just uh-huh. wants people I wanna to watch. Shoot. I want to watch a woman blow a vampire in half. <laughs> <laughs> Same, to be honest with you. Let's do it. Uh, let's make that film, everybody. Um, let's do it. Sam wakes up chi- tied to a t- chair. Um, the federal guy is there asking the camera guy. I love this. The, the guy is like, to this butcher. This agent guy is like, hey, you need to move the camera back. Like, he's got to get him all in frame. The dude is big. Yeah. The dude is so tall. You need to yeah. move the he's, camera back. He's got back. length, man. We got to get, get all of his body parts in there. Um, the the Fed guy says, like, oh, it's it's time for plan B. Like, uh, if however many monsters you thought were out there, there's actually hundreds times that. Because you guys only really chase the ones that can't pass for whatever reason. Most mm-hmm. monsters are out there just pretending to be human. 
and he scoops up all of these quote unquote undesirables, which like homie, you picked up like <laughs> a kid. Like if you can, yeah. if you're going to sell this undesirable thing, like pick up a homeless person, like try to, but like even right. those people, those people aren't undesirable, but like at least stay in character, but no. Right. Um, right. And he's trying to basically trying to position like, oh, I'm saving lives by doing this. Yeah, I'm doing a good thing here because otherwise yeah. they'd be out there murdering, you know, people that you like. And, you know, that's that's fucked up, my guy. Super fucked, fucked up. up. And not true. Um, um, Sam tells him to go to hell. And the guy says, I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. What a great joke. Um, and then we're, we're auctioning Sam Winchester. Yeah. Five thousand for an arm. I was really disappointed. I'm glad that it goes up to like, you know, half a mil for a heart because I saw five thousand for an arm. I was like, I know monster or supernatural fans who would, who would pay more than that for Jared, Jared Yeah, like, yeah creation. I mean, like, come on. Creation saw this episode as like we're leaving money on the table, folks. We got to yeah, start charging yeah. more for meet and greets. Uh, how much would you how, like? What's the top end that you would pay to hang out with Jared Padalecki for, say, 20 minutes? Like, I don't I just don't think I'd pay to hang out with anybody. I don't think I want to do that. I mean, I did it with the with the Chromeo. I've told that story on the podcast for Autumn's birthday, where we like. But I'd we pay did, to hang out with like you, like if it meant like, yeah, but, oh yeah, I gotta like pay, I gotta pay for a plane ticket. Whatever. But you're not gonna pay me or th- like you would pay to you'd pay transportation. I'd pay, costs. I'd pay money out of my pocket to hang out with my good friend Jeremy Greer. Okay. I, I don't think I'd pay to hang out with a celebrity. How much would you pay for your good friend Jeremy Greer's leg? <laughs> Just one of them. Just quarter mil, quarter mil. Whoa, I shit. want that. I want that leg. I want that fucking leg. I want that fucking leg. Well, lucky for you, we've got a three for one special. So, um, oh, wait a second. That's not a good joke. <laughs> wait a second. It's a bad joke. Nobody get that joke. I'm telling you all right now. Don't get that joke. Stop thinking Y'all about too it. Too young. Stop thinking about it. Um, Dean is running towards Sam, uh, driving towards Sam because they've now figured out they've gotten from the vampire what where the actual address is. Donna's feeding Doug the cure in the back of the Impala. We have a, a montage of weird looking monsters on the Internet uh, just auctioning, just yeah. wanting to bid on Sam's body parts. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely very good. Donna, Donna and Dean get to the joint. They leave Doug behind in the Impala. Donna quickly finds Wendy. Uh, the butcher guy shows up, and Donna just picks up a tire iron and beats the hell out of him. And she then just st- fucks everybody. Dude up. stabs him in the chest with a machete, and I was like, I might be a little bit in love. Might, might be falling be in love with Donna right, right now. now. Uh, Autumn, watch out! <laughs> well, hey, uh, there's this Canadian woman with a real nice commit some violence. <laughs> Middle Eastern, not Middle Eastern, Midwest accent that I'm kind of into. Yeah. Um. So. Here, this is where, you know, we get some back and forth between Sam and, and the butterfly. And I love that the dude is like, okay, you're just buying time until your brother gets here, so I'm going to kill you now. Yep, time for execution. Uh, I just, because he's always very much is. And I don't know why. He goes to shoot Sam in the head, and Sam winces away very aggressively. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if Sam thinks he's going to die, he's going to fucking look that guy in the eyes. Like, he's going to be like, fuck you, my guy. Yeah, but I mean, I know he didn't get out of bed today. He, didn't say, he's, he hasn't had any food today at all. He's very cranky. But I'd, I'd His like sleep schedule is off. Winchesters would look death in the eyes and just say, like, fuck you. But he, he doesn't react that way. And he doesn't die, of course. We hear a gunshot, and of course it was Dean shooting this fella. Um, but I was like, you know, I, I would react the way that Sam, I'd be whimpering and hollering and, you know, begging for my life, but he's Sam Winchester. <laughs> don't forget that. I, I don't know. I just wanted him to be cool. Dean brought out that CB radio was like, of course, this is going to work. Dad used to do it all the time. And Sam was like, no, it's not going to work. That's stupid. And it worked. So like, he's got that working against him too, right? Like Sam yeah, is feeling, yeah. he's, he's had a whole, just a whole bunch of L's in a row this week. Yeah. It's not, it hasn't been his episode. <laughs> it's not great. Um, 
that's it. They've saved they they've saved the day. They've killed the monsters. They've uh saved the saved the boy, which is Sam Winchester in this case, and also Wendy. Yes. Um back up at the hotel, Doug wakes up handcuffed and not a vampire. Um he says that he was a vampire, uh, but and Donna is just very very cute just for a couple of hours. Um yeah. Dean is like, Hey, yo, like we can always use more help hunting, which I found really strange because Dean doesn't normally offer this up. Um and, and Doug, just the fucking highlight of the episode for me, just immediately says no. <laughs> it's like absolutely <laughs> not. And I thought this was great. I thought he was gonna be like, Look, you guys go do this. I just want to be a cop. Like, I don't have no desire to chase monsters. Like, this seems scary as hell. Um, but then also, and then re- immediately after this, I got super depressed because he's like, and also Donna, I'm leaving you. Like, I can't even be mm-hmm. with you if this is what your life is like, which yeah. number one, like extremely good for, for Doug. Yeah. Good for Doug. Clearly he didn't see where she blew off that guy's leg. Um, yeah. If he had seen that, he would have been like, Oh, I'm keeping this keeper. <laughs> I'm keeping this chick for life. Yeah. Oh, he missed out on all the stuff. We get it. We get it. Yeah. But you yeah, know, it is, um, you know, Lisa should have done this shit, right? A hundred percent. Did she do this to Dean? I don't know. No, Lisa, Lisa does not remember. Lisa and her kid has their brain scrambled well, I know, by but his Dean angel and Lisa, boyfriend. They date so. like three times, right? I don't know. Yeah. Season six was a long time ago, Jeremy. She definitely, she definitely like is a little, she, she doesn't say like, you can't yeah she does right no that that's the whole thing that's the whole like because yeah. she he keeps like hiding guns everywhere and she's like you're and living she tries two lives. to be cool about it and yeah. be like okay i want i wanted this to work i wanted to be able to be cool with this but i'm not cool with it um and doug just goes i'm out i'm out see you later <laughs> i'm this is this is lame and i'm done um I mean, he tells you like you kill monsters you're a damn hero but that's that's just not me um and sam Again, just a, a window into Sam's soul right now, which is not great. Uh, tells Donna like, "Hey, when you get to get into this life, people close to you get hurt. You need to just let him go. That's easier that way." And I'm like, "Oh man, Sam is okay, going to Sam. Sam is in a dark place just, right now." You know, that was definitely a past Sam, mm-hmm. and I just feel like lately, the last couple seasons, he's been like, "You do what you can, and you protect each other." And a more posy Sam, right? But now he's kind of neggy. He's he's a pretty negative person right now, uh, and I can't really blame him. I guess like he's th- they've been going through a lot. Later in the car, Dean kind of calls him out on this, and Sam says like, "Hey, it's just it's literally everybody that we know, like just like Kaya, every everybody that we attempt to save, everybody, nobody that our lives touch seems to come out of this okay." Um, I think there's a little bit of truth to this, but but when Dean says like we also save people, um, it's a real intangible thing because. Number one, like Crowley spent a bunch of time murdering the people that they saved a few, a few seasons ago. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, it's a real, like, it's real hard to think, like, we saved the world uh, back in season 11 mm-hmm. when they stopped uh, Morgana or whatever her name. Morgana, yeah. Amara. Amara, thank you. Um, they stopped Amara else, from they killing everything. The world? Season five, they saved the world. Yeah, uh, stop the apocalypse. Six, I don't know. They stopped the Leviathans. I guess that kind of stopped the counts, Leviathans. Right? Yeah, that, that, they, they, the Leviathans were literally like about to poison and eat everybody and treat them as cattle. Yeah. So that seems like a win. Um, season eight, they did not save the world. No. Uh, season nine, I Ooh, frankly don't know. Frankly, what do in not remember nine. anything that happens in season nine. <laughs> is that the Kane stuff? What is what is no, going? Mark on? of Kane is season ten, right? Because that's Demon Dean. Oh no, so the... Mark of Kane could be season. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Oh God! Sorry, Chris. listener. Chris, we're such clue masters, man. We're, just, we're such we clue, clue masters. We are the clue masters. Season We've been nine. doing the show for a long time, man. Um, the fall of the angels. 
season finale. What the uh, fuck happens in season nine? Uh, dude, I don't know. Mark of Cain, Abaddon, First Blade. Okay. They meet Cain. It's just stuff. Just stuff is just going on. Just a bunch on. of stuff. Yeah. Demon, uh, at the end of season demon nine, demon at the end of it. Yeah. Demon. yeah da, da, da. We, we do that. Uh, okay. Anyway, at the end of this episode, um, Sam starts talking about Kaya and all of the stuff and. The last line of the episode is uh, Sam telling Dean, this ends one way for us, Dean. It ends bloody and it ends bad. I just, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't really feel any sort of depth from that. I was just like, I, I'm afraid of the conflict that they're possibly stirring up between the boys. We'll see what happens. Um, again, I, I was kind of critical of Dean's character in the beginning of the season, feeling like we've been there, done that. And right now I'm feeling that way with Sam. Like I've been there, done that with whatever he's going through right now. Of course, human beings go through this shit, but characters on a TV show, I want them to experience new things and go through new arcs and have different types of reactions and growth. Um, so it, it's right now it feels like we're you know retreading old territory with Sam. Yeah, it's it's hard for me because it this this comes out of nowhere, um, and it it doesn't it doesn't feel earned. Um, it it, but at the same time. I can kind of see Sam going through all of this stuff again as like, it seems like they're, they're continually missing. Like, Oh, we're going to, Oh yeah. Because remember like his whole, his whole thing was trying to get Jack to say, to, to use his powers to save mom. And now Jack has disappeared and mom has disappeared. Like we don't know where those are, where any of those people are. Castiel's answering the phone, but it's just, you know, as Modius on the phone pretending to be Castiel and he just keeps telling, telling, Sam to go to Popeyes, and he's like, that seems like that's a weird the biggest. Thing to do. That's the biggest thing that doesn't make any fucking sense in this season. Dean hasn't asked where Cass is once. Once, yeah. Um, I so yeah, th- yeah. Sam's thing does make sense. Like, it's not like I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. But I just kind of wish they were doing something different. And that was my same complaint with Dean before. It's like we've gone through the motions before. If we're just rewriting the same arcs that these these characters have had before, why are we still writing them? Sure. Is that too harsh? No, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I, I think that you, I mean, you're entitled to your opinions. <laughs> if anybody wants to, well, then, if, well, <laughs> if anybody wants to tell Chris that he's wrong, you go to monsteroftheweek.cool/contact, uh, yeah. and he won't read them because they, they all come to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good episode. Uh, the Sam stuff yeah, aside, me too. Me I think too. it's it's always fun having more Donna. Um, it, it's I'm sad about Donna's boyfriend because I thought Doug was a cool guy and she seemed very happy with him. Yeah. And it's especially sad because like she the the quote unquote reward for losing her boyfriend and all of this would be to have her own show and the Wayward uh-huh. Sisters, which of course does not happen. So Yeah, so she uh, kinda gets done dirty. Um yeah. yeah, the plot is you know, there was some fun not fun is the wrong word, but they got a couple of twists here and there, you know, a little little fun with it. And um super dark. They kinda just stick to that darkness. And I am totally fine with Sam being gloomy in this whole episode. I'm just worried that it's gonna become like a thing again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I think it totally makes sense for characters to have these these slips and these backslides. Um I just don't I don't wanna focus on that as much again. Sure. Um, you know, we're thirteen seasons in. So I just wanna see them moving forward. I wanna see plot stuff. I want or just them working cool cases like this one. Yeah. Um so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I unf- I, I was trying to say this to somebody on Twitter the other day, and then I kind of like it was, it was just getting too convoluted. But just when when you're on a podcast talking about a thing, if I say I don't like that Sam is doing this, there's a part of me that 
on the other side is saying, I do like that Sam is doing this. But if I say that for every single fucking point that I make, I'm just, I'm just, you know, contradicting myself always. So a lot of times I end up just kind of sticking with one thing of, I don't like that Dean's doing this, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but yeah, this episode's good. I liked it. Yeah. I'm fine with Sam doing whatever he wants, but I got to complain a little bit. It's, um, and not to like belabor this point, but it, it just, again, it just came out of nowhere for me. And it's, Sam has been so strong in this entire thing, right? Like, it seems like it's, he has been the one, he's been the rock for the last 10 episodes. Um, and then now all of a sudden it's like, I'm not eating my pancakes in the morning. That seems weird. So, yeah. Um, we're out. We're done talking about this episode. Um, okay. I mentioned it before, but if you do want to write us, write in and tell us about how our opinions are right, monsterweek.cool slash contact. <laughs> you can also DM us on Twitter at MOTWcast. We have a Facebook, we have a TikTok. We have an Instagram. Go follow all of those accounts uh, to, to just do it. I mean, just do it. I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't do it at this point. Uh, you can support the show directly going to Monster of the Week. Nope. Going to patreon.com slash Monster of the Week <laughs> and donating a couple of bucks per month to get early episodes, to get access to our Discord, and all kinds of cool stuff. Chris, where are you at on Twitter What's nowadays? Up? Are you, are you, are you posting? Are you posting? Little me? I post occasionally. I'm okay. at Local Bones on Twitter. I'm at J.G. Greer. Uh, come celebrate the inauguration of Joe Biden, the president that everybody is just okay with. <laughs> We're just, it's, it's, it's not the other guy. It's not the other guy. Whatever. <laughs> We're super excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> come celebrate with us on Twitter about that. We'll be back next week with, uh-oh, Chris. Oh, what? The witch is back. Maybe Sam will get cheered up now that his GF is back. Dude, this they planned this. They planned this. this. Is, oh, dude. Okay, writers, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Sandy Chris is right now is doing the point at your, his own eyes, point at my eyes, uh, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, gesture uh-huh. right I now. It. I can see it. I can see it. Bye, everybody. Bye. I guess that's the witch, right? I didn't actually read it's the whole be. thing. It's gotta be. Um, I had Steve. I told Steve to text me. I was like, "Hey, because a Resident Evil event was starting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anything good? Nothing crazy, but there is a demo out right now for eight. Yeah, there's a link to a collector's edition um, that has something oh, called god. a trauma pack in it. Oh god! An art book and a box and a poster. Maybe I won't buy that because I got the the. I mean, collections editions for two and three, and I was like, "Man, this is a this is a fucking big old thing." I mean, it has a has a giant statue of Chris. Seems like does it? Fuck you. I'm just, go look at the. It's in the gaming channel on the Discord. Oh, Kyle posted fuck. it. Fuck. Fuck. I don't know why it doesn't have a giant statue of that chick that everybody's obsessed with, but I know. Apparently, you play as somebody called the Maiden in this game. I love it. All right, let me look. Hold on. Oh, man. You're going to buy it. I shouldn't, though. I shouldn't. Because my other two Resident Evil figures, they just like... I Obviously, I have a shitload of figures, but those are like massive, and they don't fit in with anything else that I own. And Jess says they're ugly, so... Ooh.
My hands are kind of tied with this one. Yeah, I didn't want to. She wants to be buying. She only wants to be buying figures of anime girls. And I'm like, Jess, I don't, I don't really want to buy just figures of anime girls. I, uh, <laughs> That's just for you to have. You buy them. I didn't want to mention this, but she did bring that up in our in our weekly conversation and asked me to how to how how she should handle it with you. So it seems like my advice went, went, went well. So because I just yeah, I, she did. She bought a whole bookshelf to to put her figures on. She's just I corrupted her. She's corrupted ruined her. now. She used to be a normal person, and now she's an anime figure person. Mm-hmm. And I made her. She bought. A bunch of figures. They were just like cheap things. Um, but I, she bought a bunch for this anime called ReZero. And because she just was like, oh, I like the characters are really cute. And I was like, you ha- we, all right, you've reached a point. I'm making you watch this anime. You have to watch this. I'm not letting you be that person who's just buying them. I don't really care. But buy the statues before you watch the show. Mm-hmm. Show is okay. It was pretty, it was, I mean, it's it okay. A lot of twists in it. It's, um, this I don't know why I'm telling you this. This dude wakes up in another world. Like they, that's how like a whole fucking genre of anime is. Mm-hmm. You die, you wake up in a new world. This used um, to be this used to be the thing that would happen in video game books. As you would go into yeah. the video game and then like have to fight your way out of Mario. It's basically that. Um, except they they build it up so that it doesn't just happen like the one time. Like every time he dies, he he comes back. So it's very much like a video game, I guess. Like he reaches a checkpoint in reality. And then he dies and then he'll wake back up at that point again. He'll go back with all of the knowledge that he had before, but he's not able to communicate to anybody like what has happened. So that there's this weird spell on him or something like that. And we're watching it. I'm like, okay, like I've seen a bunch of shit like this before. It is what it is. And he, he like reaches, I guess what you'd call a checkpoint. He defeats what you would call a boss. He lives, moves into this mansion. He's learning about the world. I'm like, all right, we're going to, we're moving along here. We're going to figure out what the fuck is going on. Um, everything's going smoothly. Uh, he goes to bed one night and then he wakes up in a different bed in the morning. And like you as the audience and him as the character, it takes you a few minutes to go, Oh fuck, somebody killed him in his sleep. We just, and now, now there's something going on in this, this mansion. So there's lots of like twists and shit like that to keep it like entertaining. But, um, anyway, I just said all that. I'll upload my audio. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think you hurt your place in, in telling me about anime. So, okay. Perfect. Great. I'll uh, tell you about anime anytime. Okay. Well, that's a date. I'll take you up on that. Okay. Excellent. I'll, uh, I was just thinking the other day, we were talking about Berserk in the Discord. And I was like, man, it would be so cool to cover Berserk for the podcast. And then I'm remembering that our friends like did a whole Berserk podcast. Also, there's like, a lot of rape and berserk, so Wait. I don't know. It's kind of a touchy subject. So, what, what friends did a berserk podcast? Nick and uh, Nick and Dave. Oh, really? Yeah, it was Wandering Sword or something like that. Oh Jesus, I should probably have known that. Yeah, I Nick hasn't posted in like four days. I just noticed because he tweets so much that I just I was like, hey, I haven't seen him posting. Is he dead? Um, is... so I assume I assume he's dead. Is he okay? Did... <laughs> Strenuous orb. <laughs> January. I assume he's dead. I'm joking, but on, January seventeenth. January seventeenth, he made a fired uh, Martin Scorsese tweet and then just mm-hmm. left Twitter. Also, I know I know this happened once before, but Mai has not been on the internet for a long time. Oh, um, I talked to her not well a while back before the end of the year, but um, she was she's been on basically an extended social media vacay um, and has been doing like I don't know witchy shit in the woods or something. So. That's cool. That sounds like her. As long as she's, you know, fine. Yeah, that was care. before. I, then all these other people, like, oh, I didn't talk to them enough to, like, be concerned about them. Yeah, someone else. I was thinking today that someone else hadn't posted in a while. I was like, I need to go, like, DM them or something. But I always feel weird about doing that because, like, then they're yeah. just like. Hey, are you dead? Like, no, I'm just not trying to look at Twitter. Yeah, I'm just not <laughs> like, on Twitter, I was doing the same thing, and yeah. yet, and yet I looked at Nick's thing, like, yesterday. Because, like, oh, he hasn't posted in a while, huh? Um, like, I barely even know the dude. I just think his tweets are funny sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been um, mutuals for a noticing... long time, so we're best friends. 
yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, but I did the same thing where I was literally like not answering my phone for four days and I wasn't dead. <laughs> so I guess, I guess he's probably not. Um, Chris, but, you know, Chris answer your phone. Yeah, I will. Okay. I'm logging off now. <laughs> All right. Log off. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Talk to you later. Yo. Hey, yo. Does that sound loud enough? Yeah. Why? What's what's happening? What do we do? I'm standing up. <laughs> oh, that's right. You this is this is standing Chris we've got this here. Standing Chris. This is mystery vibes. We don't know what they're gonna be like yet. Gonna be banned from iTunes because standing Chris was too too live. It's too much. <laughs> too much. Have you been standing all day? I was standing for a while and then I um I'm I left the office, went back into my bedroom so that I could watch TV while I worked. Because <laughs> 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 I don't have a TV in here. Well, actually, I do, but it's only hooked up to a PS2. It's limited how much I could do with that. What's the Netflix interface look like on that PS2? I I I wonder if there's like <laughs> no, because there's no. Well, there isn't. There is internet. Yeah. There's like no. If you buy mm-hmm. an adapter, I wonder if you could get you can get like a a disc based. <laughs> version of the netflix app i don't that doesn't seem like a thing so uh that was a thing for i want to say the wii mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to get netflix on the wii you had to have like the disc and not just like a disc That's like, right. like That's you had right. to run it from the app or something or run it run the app from the disc or something it was nuts that's like it plays dvds is there a dvd that i could anyway that's not that's not what Stan and Chris is here to talk about. What's Stan and Chris here to talk about? Video games? Oh, um Yeah, I mean <laughs> you could say I'm a gamer. Okay. Have you gamed? <laughs> I've been gaming a little bit. I finished the visual novel I was playing. Um That's not really I looked game. at my playtime. <laughs> Twenty seven hours Woo! on this fucking thing. Um is I mean, that, I that's guess not, that's, that doesn't seem like a lot though. That's like what you would spend reading a long book, right? Something like that. I don't know. I don't. I've never timed how long it takes me to read a book. No, twenty-seven hours is pretty long. <laughs> That's um, uh, yeah. I don't think any books take twenty-seven hours to read. But um, yeah, it was. I mean, you know, it was a visual novel. I had to go through like four dating sims before I got to a story, and then it was just like a horror novel. So that was cool. Um, but my goal since getting the PS Five is just to kind of like to finish the things that I put on there rather than just downloading games and buying games whenever they're on sale and just like having this giant backlog of stuff that I'm probably never going to touch. I just decided I needed to like finish the things I started. So I finished this visual novel. Uh, I finished Sekiro today, which I already beat obviously, but, um, and that just leaves persona five. (laughs) Take, take that grandpa Ishin. Yeah. F F you, dude. I was telling Steve the same thing I was telling you earlier about how I get to the final phase of this final boss and he's just spamming his lightning attack, which if you know how to counter it, that's that's the easy road. I feel like I cheated. Steve was telling me he was like, maybe you just did some like speedrunner strat that you don't even know about. Maybe you're Ooh. a speedrunner now. Maybe you are. Um because I you know, I the last boss I recorded about that like what like a year ago now, mm-hmm. maybe longer ago than that. I have no idea when Sekiro came out at this point. Twenty nineteen was that what it came out? Who who knows, man? I don't I don't know. Um, and it like broke my brain because it was so hard. But this time, obviously, I have a way different approach to it. And you know, I just I treat it almost like something that I'm like practicing, right? Like if you're like learning to play a song on guitar, except I'm not actually learning a skill that could be useful to me in any way. Um, I'm just playing Sekiro. So you know, I I run through the first few va- phases of the boss uh you know 
shake the rust off, remember the move sets, remember like, you know, the order I have to do things and all that and how to react to stuff. Um, wasn't having any issues. I, I had many, many, many attempts, but it wasn't like an issue, right? Not like last time where I just fell into depression. Um, but uh, I, I kept getting to the final phase and just like I'd, I'd fuck up. I'd make a little mistake and be like, oh, damn it. All right, let's try that over again. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I got to the final phase and he just kept doing his lightning attack over and over again. And that's what I was waiting for. That was it. He was eating out of my, he was eating out of the palm of my hand. I took, I just, I, I, I crippled him. It came out of nowhere. He was just, cause every time you hit him with the lightning, then he's just, he's just standing there all jiggly, like, like and wasted him, wasted him. It was kind of pathetic, honestly. That last phase, if you get, if you get a good run on it, like if you get the lightning on it, it'll just, it'll just go through so, so fast. Like it's, yeah. it's really, really fun. Um, you've been playing a Sekiro like game, right? Yeah, but it's, um, it's just Star Wars. Like I've just been. Um, after I finished watching Clone Wars and Rebels, I decided to get back into Jedi Fallen Order, which I had fallen off of, um, which makes me feel really good about buying it immediately on release for $60 yeah, and then playing uh-huh, it like uh-huh. a year and a half later. Um, that game is weird. I <clears throat> I really like it, um, but it has so many like, it feels like a really w- overly designed like B game, I guess, mm-hmm. as opposed to like triple A mm-hmm. game. Like it feels like a real mid tier game because there's like it 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 took me a while to realize like there's basically no loot in that game. Like every yeah. every chest that you get is like a is a cosmetic for the ship or your lightsaber. And like as much as I'd like the idea of customizing a lightsaber, it's not like I'm seeing that a whole lot. And um mm-hmm. and the stuff that they give you for your dude, which is like a poncho like all of the ponchos look like garbage and then there's they're only like, like there's like three ponchos and they're all ugly. Well no no there's 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 like 12 there's like 20 ponchos but they're yeah, all they ugly. Don't look the same. But there's three uh there's only four like outfits that you can wear. Um and there's a bunch of skins for the little robot which is cool that's fine. Um I it, there's just not that so every like chest that I find I'm like oh great. Like there's the there's the gold ones that get you an extra like heal which is great but like I I don't know I I don't know, like yeah, it just there's I, it's, the game is so fucking weird, man. Like it's just like there's, it's real janky, but it's also extremely well polished and pretty at the same time. Like I don't, I don't. It's very weird. It's very weird. And you're, I think you, 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 you put it exactly right. It's, it's like a B tier game. That we we talked about this already, but when that game came out, it was right before Rise of Skywalker came out, so everybody was like all aboard the Star Wars hype train. Um, Mandalorian had just aired, right? around that time something Maybe. like that yeah sure. it's not important it's not important we were all hyped up we were all hyped up uh and rise of skywalker came out of course <laughs> and diminished a little bit of that hype but um i think we just we're all caught up in that moment I, I guess i'll speak for myself here i was caught up in that moment and then it's just like an okay game like it's a pretty good game like a seven out of ten does does what it needs to do but it, it can be a lot of fun um and Maybe now, even though you're on the Star Wars train, it's still it's a you know year and a half out since it came out. Mm-hmm. There's no longer like the dialogue around it. Maybe a little bit less to be hype about. And and maybe that was like at the time, like I was a little too hyped up for it, and I moved on to something else. And then now I'm coming back to it, just expecting some Star Wars stuff. And it and it is that like I'm getting mm-hmm. Star Wars stuff. Like I went to fucking Dathomir, right? Like I've got I've got yeah. a double bladed lightsaber. Like I've you know what I'm saying? Like I like it's it's very Star Warsy. Um, but I, at the same time, like, it's just, it's so weird. Like, the the comic is, is almost really, really great, but not quite. And then they, like, I spend a lot of time fighting, like, weird monsters, like spiders and stuff. And, like, 
Who knew I don't want to fight spiders. I want to fight guys with lightsabers, and I want to deflect blaster bolts. A hundred percent. And who knew, like, Jedi spent this much time sliding down stuff? Did I miss who this knew? from all of the movies? <laughs> like, every other, like, I feel like every 20 minutes, I'm either climbing up a thing or sliding down a thing. Like, that's, and, which is what they're doing, right? Like, this is, this is very much in, influenced by Tomb Raider and Uncharted and yeah. Last of Us and all that stuff. Like, I get what they're doing here. I just... I don't know. Like I, I, I like it a lot, but every time I try to talk about it, nothing but bad things come out. Um, the yeah, duels are just, amazing. The duels are great. Like yes, even the um, like the, I just got to this weird bat creature, and it wasn't a duel, obviously, because it's a giant bat creature. But I was thinking to myself, like, this is better than any dragon fight in Dark Souls. Like I'm able mm. to manage this fight more, like, and like it's easier. It's way easier than any any from software game. But right. Um. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's just, there's something weird about it. And I'm kind of okay into the story. Like, whatever. <laughs> it's, I, I would say it's, it's a solid game, but there's really that, like, that's that, that je ne sais quoi, that special something. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that means. That special something just doesn't, just doesn't really, like, <laughs> You don't know what exists. je ne sais quoi means? I don't know the actual, like, meaning of it. it. Lit- give me, no, I mean, give it's, me a Google definition. No, no, it's not a Google definition. It just means I don't know what. <laughs> je oh, ne really? sais quoi. I don't know what. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought you were making a joke. I thought that was a thought that was a classic Mosier. Oh yeah, yeah no, that was a humdinger knee slapper. Like, I'm standing up and I'm actually feeling very vulnerable now. <laughs> I got nowhere to sit. I can't just sit down. I feel like I'm presenting to the class and I just said something stupid. No, dude, no, you're good. You're good. You or I feel like stupid. I'm in like I'm in the booth. Like I'm I'm in the cut right because I'm standing oh, yeah, up. Yeah. I got my headphones on. My mm-hmm. producer's in the other room. Shout out to Nana. Um, <laughs> You've got your you got your scribbled lyrics on a like a notepad in front of you yeah. to keep up with what you're gonna. I say. got no snare in my headphones. That's a problem. Turn it up. Turn it up. I um I've also been playing Dark Souls two with a friend. Oh nice. Um, a friend. A friend. Me and we've been doing a co-op run where he is cosplaying Ornstank, and I am co- I am cosplaying good. Smug. Um, okay okay so uh he just got his his dual ornstein spears um which are are not optimal but very hilarious um mm-hmm. and he keeps shoot, doing the lightning attack by accident which ruins them like they the durability <laughs> is shit um i haven't really found a substitute for the smo hammer which does not exist in dark souls 2 except yeah. for um i don't know i don't know how much of this game you remember do you know the little dwarven guys that have giant hammers which are just an, an, an anvil strapped yeah, to a stick. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I've managed to get two of those. <laughs> which, Very good. And if I'm wearing two of those and the turtle armor, which is the fattest armor I can find, I'm at 150% of my equip load. And yeah. I, I literally cannot walk. Like I push <laughs> forward and it just, it's the slowest walk you've ever seen in your life. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to level up. But that's been a ton of fun. Like that game, yeah. that game is a ton of fun playing co-op. Uh, I really like that game. Yeah. I like that game a lot. It's 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 a good time. Um, is it still so, controversial like that game? I don't know. I don't know. I, I stopped caring about the Souls community opinions a long time ago. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't even listen to Bonfireside Chat anymore. What are those guys Damn. doing? I don't know. Damn. I don't. I don't. I don't pay attention to it. My other my other Souls cast that I listen to broke up, so I can't even listen to that anymore. Yeah, so yeah. weird. I I told you the uh, random podcast I listened to broke up. Um, I listened to them constantly before the pandemic when i was at work every day right listening to podcasts and then i listened to him a little bit took a break 
finally, you know, I'm back at work. I'm like, oh, let me let me load up the most recent podcast about them, and then be like, so so and so has left the podcast, and it's just going to be me now. I was like, what the fuck? What happened? I've been gone for six months, and y'all broke up. What happened? This they were a- going for years. I mean. It was no monster of the week, but they they had some history. But, but they've been so going for a little surprised. while. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I I've never really gone through through that. I've seen people like come and go on a podcast. Like when I used to listen to Giant Bomb, um, like people would come and go from there, and it would change the tone of the podcast dramatically. Like when Austin Walker and Vinny were on a podcast, I would listen to it. And when Austin Walker and Vinny were not on the podcast, I would not listen to it. And then <laughs> Austin Walker left and I didn't care about anybody else that's on that podcast. So I just didn't, I didn't listen to it anymore. Um, it's a weird thing. But p- podcast breaking up, like there was a, have you, do you listen to Retronauts at all? Do you know that podcast? Uh, I mean, I've heard of it, but I've, I don't listen to it. So um, apparently they, they have like, a pretty large Patreon and they do like stuff about the Simpsons, like a talking Simpsons okay, podcast. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And apparently one of those dudes turned out to be a shitbag. And I don't know the full story. Like, I don't, oh. I don't, but like something happened. And so like one of them like moved to another state and took all the podcast stuff to, or something. Like, I don't, I'm, I, people who were, who actually know this drama are losing their minds right now because <laughs> I'm, I'm probably getting it wrong. <laughs> He's, so one guy stole all the microphones. One guy stole every single <laughs> microphone the state. And, and took all of their Simpsons gear, which I guess you have and, to have. You know, um, there's a there's a podcast jurisdiction, and you can't cross state can't lines. Cross state lines. Once it, you know, yeah. then it's out. It, it's out. Of, then it's so a, the Monster fe- of the Week jurisdiction is actually in Louisiana. It's a federal podcast investigation yeah. case at that point. Federal Bureau um, podcast investigation. If I if I committed a Monster of the Week related crime in Massachusetts, the mm-hmm. podcast police from Louisiana would actually have to come up and investigate due to uh, jurisdiction issues, which would be way funnier than you you might imagine because yeah. <laughs> also jeremy is the podcast <laughs> it'd be a real fish, fish out of water situation <laughs> if you don't know what i'm talking about yeah 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 um, yep. <laughs> also we have weird laws about uh you know divorces so you know oh yeah chicks get screwed in this state because of napoleon <laughs> Like that's a fact. <laughs> Napo- like like Napoleon. Like, yeah, we we Bonaparte? put like back back when we were France, uh, we had a bunch oh. of <laughs> we had a bunch of weird Napoleonic divorce laws, and so and, and those are still like to do with America, but that's right. Back when we were France, purchase. yeah, <laughs> we uh, and so like even now today. There's some weird, like, of, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've never been divorced. So I've never, You've never I've, been divorced. How yeah. would you know? And even though my mom went through several divorces, um, I'd never paid attention to it because yeah. why would I? Um, why would you? You're a gamer. Why would you? Yeah. You're not going to take my Super <laughs> Nintendo. Sorry, mom. Gaming. Although my, my, my stepdad did, uh, one of my stepdads did buy me a truck, which was my first vehicle. And it was a couple Sick. of, couple of years before I got my license. So, uh, and the idea was like, Hey, we, I found this good deal in a truck, but it's also like, you can fix it up or whatever. So like me and my step cousin, we put uh, exhaust on it so it was real fucking loud, and we put like two bass stuff to so we could crank up our two pot <laughs> cassettes. Like we were obnoxious. Uh, and then when the, my mom and my stepdad got divorced, uh, I, I kind of assumed that I would get the opportunity to maybe even buy the truck or something. Mm-hmm. Nope, <laughs> motherfuckers Ooh. just sold that truck before I even had a Ooh. license. So I had a Ooh. truck for like a solid two years that I put a lot of money into, uh, of my own personal money into to, to like upgrade or whatever. And then he just sold that motherfucker. Uh, yeah. No hate um, though. No hate. I'm man, cool. I remember my cousin from Arkansas coming up and like you know after he'd gotten his license, and they would come up every summer. But this this summer he was driving back. Because my grandfather was giving him his truck. And I was so jealous because I was just a couple of years too young. I was like, what the hell? I want I want a truck. I, I also had a southern <laughs> accent at that point. Um, um, 
<laughs> but so anyway, so he he heads home with the truck, whatever. And then next summer, he was planning to drive back up with it. And then I remember him being like, "Oh no, yeah, we rolled it off the highway." Um, but uh, so I remember the story was they they were driving along him and his friend, you know, just just doing hot boy shit, right? You know, yeah, yeah. your your youth in Arkansas. What do you you just you you messing around? Um, he completely flipped the car off of the highway somehow into a ditch. It just rolled. They got out, like dust themselves off, and then just like got back in the car, drove home somehow. <laughs> but then after that, I think it was a little bit too too uh, rough shape to be making it across country. Excellent. I uh yeah, I we definitely got our vehicle stuck before and had to like call the friendly person that would tow us out before we got a arrested by police or b uh, in trouble with our parents, which is much worse mm-hmm. than the police. So oh yeah, definitely. I remember one time, completely unrelated, but just talking about car trouble, driving home um, during a really bad snowstorm, and we were going up a hill, and the car in front of me just, like, couldn't do it, so I had kind of, like, stopped a little bit, and um, (laughs) I get out of the car, and be like, hey, you need a push, and it was Dylan driving the car, he was like, oh, hey, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, thanks, man, (laughs) yep, sure, sure, Dylan, that happens a lot around here, unfortunately, with big hills in the snow, Yeah. if you don't have four-wheel drive, forget about it, you're not making it up that hill. I um you got a little you got a little like what I would imagine rural Massachusetts accent like you're not gonna make it up that hill like you got a little accent when you did that that yeah. was funny yeah 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 it was a uh <laughs> it was a rainy night and I was coming home from my girlfriend's house and uh I decided that in the middle of this like four way intersection there was nobody around and I was like I bet if I just goose it a little bit like I would do a, like a cool slide right like I thought I was like Psh. I'm in high school. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like nice. You just want to goose it, man. Yeah, just I just want. I just it. thought like maybe a cool slide would be would be pretty dope. Um, and so I did that, and it was a very cool slide into the ditch on the other side Whoa. of the road. Uh, and then I like I walk over to because this is before cell phones. I walk over to the gas station, and like a dude is there. And he's like, what school do you go to? And I'm like, Washtenaw Parish High School? And he's like, I used to go to that school. I was a quarterback. And I'm like, oh, word, I remember you. Definitely, definitely, definitely don't remember. <laughs> I've only been there for like a year. Like, no idea who you are. He's like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tow you out. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so he High towed me pride, out. man. Drove home. Um, and it was raining. So like, with the next morning, my mom was like, you got the truck really muddy. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I uh, there was a bunch of mud holes in front of Holly's house." Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh man, we've got. Um, I just happen to have Tumblr up. Huh? Do you know that we have a Tumblr? Are you 17 years old? What are you doing? I, f- I found this. Someone someone sent us an at like an anonymous ask. Right. We got an ask right. on Tumblr. I found this podcast a week ago and have been listening long as I watched Supernatural for the first time. Currently on your season five feedback episode. Thank you for making these. I always look forward to hearing the podcast after I finish an episode. It's very nice. Oh, thank you, thank Anonymous. You. Sorry, Anonymous. Sorry that I insulted Jeremy kind of on your behalf. I used Tumblr until I was like 23. So, oh, I used, to, I used Tumblr a lot. Um, mine was a lot of, I guess what you'd probably expect from Chris, right? It was a lot of emo stuff. It was uh, a lot of Final Fantasy uh, a lot of X Files <laughs> made its way onto my Tumblr. You think just, your Tumblr still of, exists? What, yeah. what, what was your Tumblr? Are you, I'll bleep it out if you don't want people searching I'm, for it. I'm but. absolutely not doing this. <laughs> no, uh, come on, let me look at your Tumblr, dog. <laughs> no way, shape, or form. Chris, we text I, we text each other every myself. single day. What are you talking about? We text each uh-uh. other all the time. Uh-uh. I text I text with you more than anybody I know. You know more know. personal information about me than a lot of people. Like, like I was just like I'll bleep no. it out so people don't can't <laughs> no. find it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I don't even want you to see it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I bet it's just Crimson King. Hold on. It's not Crimson King. (laughs) 
Tumblr.com. Maybe it's just your PSN name. Nope, it's not that. It's not. It's not. Local bones hadn't been hadn't yet been born. So, <clears throat> you want to talk about supernatural? Let's do it. I uh, I have forgotten everything about this episode. So. Same, and I kind of t- I feel like I took loose notes on uh, Tuesday because like oh we're gonna record in like two hours. I no sweat. Yeah, yeah, and then we didn't do that. So and then I had that super project. And guess what? I had to do it again this morning. Did <laughs> like, you really? Just keep that fucking sucks. happening. Yeah, it was like two and a half hours I spent doing this shit. Thankfully, I found out at like nine a.m. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just get this done. But Damn. before I found out at the end of the day, I wasn't too happy about that. We have 131 followers on on tumblr and i don't fucking pay attention to this website like Damn. i just i just don't do Damn. it hello tumblr it's What's all up? wow what is bisexual dean doing here oh cool i'm just gonna oh, look I thought, okay i'm well i understand that that's a supernatural thing but i was hoping that it was just gonna be all porn bots but i just remembered the porn bots got erased from yeah 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 tumblr it's, it's not it's not very porny over here anymore. who even posts there anymore <laughs> This says Julian's mistress and Lucio's whore. That seems like a. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that's a that's a, uh, youth having fun. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. I don't know. There's a bunch of the actually. There's a bunch of these people that we're not following. So. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. I will turn Tumblr off. It was very <laughs> distracting. But I also don't have my notes up, so you're gonna have to bear with oh. me. I see how it is. Yeah, I was, you know, too busy on the social media, not not paying attention mm. to podcasts. Mm. Breakdown. What was this episode about? Oh, okay. All right. I am. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. I'm closing tabs because I couldn't find my notes, so I'm just trying to close all my tabs out. And I had <laughs> Facebook open, and this fucking. The person on my Facebook had a, one of those like cute little graphic things that says, if the day Jesus died was eventually called good, then maybe one day our worst days might be called good too. <laughs> did we what? Did we decide what? that Jesus dying was good? I thought yeah, that was what? 100% bad for everybody. Like I thought it was, yeah, come on. I thought it was an act of sacrifice and it was a noble thing, but nobody's like good with it, right? He did. He was like, y'all did this. Yeah. Like everybody should be like sad. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this L. I'm going to take y'all. the L, but it's still Quit the L. I ain't doing this twice. <laughs> yeah. If Kobe missed the dunk, like you guys would be talking about that, it wouldn't be, yeah. oh, well, it yeah. was good that he missed the dunk because it won him the season. No, yeah. that's not no. what that means. No. Uh-uh. Because then we got Christmas, which was just a pagan holiday that y'all took. Well, that was his birthday anyway. That's the day he dies. <laughs> um, all right. What the fuck are we talking about? Good Friday? All right. So on Good Friday, Jesus died. Doesn't sound good, right? Doesn't but Easter, get this. He rises, dude. He rises <laughs> huge. Rises. Fucking swole. He lo- moves the rock out of the cave and he's back. And then he starts... <sighs> I guess he goes to heaven. I don't actually know what Jesus does after he comes back. <laughs> it's, there's a, what does Jesus do after he comes back? Does, is that the 40 days and 40 nights and the Mary Magdalene He must stuff? just go like, ha-ha, and then he, and he fades <laughs> up, right? Jesus comes out, psych! I told y'all. I fucking told y'all. I'd be back, and now I'm be out. See ya. So, yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. 